Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show, October 17th, 2023. I hope you are doing great. Say hello to family and friends around the world. Uh, I am so glad that you could join us today. Let us know where you're watching from. We wanna send greetings out to all of our friends here in the United States, as well as in India and Pakistan, Philippines, Thailand. Um, I hope people uh, there in Africa are able to join us and Canada. Um, can you believe that over the course of 90 days, this show will go out to 163 different countries? It goes out across the world, but there are viewers from 163 people, uh, sorry, 163 countries that actually watch the show. And I am grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, we are here uh, to not um, get for you to know us, but for you and I to have time every week in the Word of God uh, to really bring a message of encouragement today. October the 17th, we need encouragement in our world. We need strength that only God can give us. We need comfort. And I hope that you will settle in just for the next few moments and really allow God to speak to you. I love you. I am your brother in Christ, but you don't need what I can humanly give to you. I need a supernatural empowerment from God, and you need that as well. And so he has uh, brought us together today with the word, remember. And it's a powerful gift from God. And I am so grateful to have my friend, Jeremy Cluth here with me today. Um, put your hands together and let's welcome Jeremy to the Kevin White Show. Hey, how are you? Hey, Kevin, I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining us. And uh, brother, you inspire me before we even got live on the show. Uh, you are already fired up for scripture as we're talking about a conference that we're going to be hosting together in November. Um, and I am so glad that you could spend this time with us. Um, I specifically chose or we I guess you and I together chose this right. word remember for today's episode. Um, and if I could think of anyone that I know that has um, this gift and the anointing to empower others in this gift, it is Jeremy Cluth. And so, um, Jeremy, what comes to mind 
when you think of this word remember and its use in the Bible. We're going to look at some scripture in just a moment, but what what comes out out the gate first and foremost for you? Uh, there's, uh, you know, uh, the cool thing is that remember is a is a common verb in scripture. So you could you could kind of go either way if you want to go Old Testament route or New Testament route. But, um, you know, I, I just love, um, you know, uh, Luke, uh, when it talks about right when Jesus rises from the dead and he sees the women. Right. And or no, it's before before they see Jesus. Right. The women, women come to the tomb and uh, the angels come. Uh, they, there's these angels here. And they're like, where is Jesus? And they say, you know, don't be afraid first off, which is anytime there's an angel, I'm sure that they, you know, they, they just always say, don't be afraid. Cause I'm sure it was like a, a shock to see that. But then I love how it says that um, they said, you know, remember how he told you mm-hmm. how this was supposed to happen, right? He was supposed mm-hmm. to, uh, to be uh, handed over uh, to lawless men, to be crucified, die, be buried and then risen again. And I love that that's the positive affirmation of remembering as opposed to why, you know, did you forget? Like, you know, usually when you have forgetting, it gets a negative connotation. Did you forget what Jesus said to you? No, it was remember what he told you when he was with you, that this was supposed to happen. And then they remembered his words. And so I, that's when I initially think of just remembering Jesus, remembering what he did for us. And obviously communion is we do that often, as often as we eat uh, and drink, like we do this in remembrance of him. So like remembering is a part of our, our just not even just in scripture, but as our lifestyle as Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, amen. I love when Jesus told the disciples, um, it is for your good that I go away uh, because I can only imagine how perplexing that was. Here they are yep. waiting for this long awaited Messiah. And then he he's there with them and they're beginning to trust him. And then he's now saying, it's for your good that I go away for the father will send the gift, the Holy Spirit to you. And mm-hmm. he will remind you of all that I have said. And so I love what you just shared about that but i want to i want everyone to understand god is pursuing us to remind us hmm. it's not as if he is uh holding a test against us are you going to forget or are you going to remember and the powers within us to figure hmm. this out because at any given time i can re- i can forget people's names we can forget people's phone numbers we can forget a lot of important things our minds are broken and hmm. and decaying but there is an empowerment. If we will allow God to empower us, he will absolutely give us a download, a, an anointing mm. to remember. And he will actually put the reminder within us through the Holy Spirit. And mm. um, and so I'm excited for this episode. Um, Jeremy just mentioned Luke chapter 22. Let's just look at God's word together very quickly. Um, and then we're going to really spend time in application So here is our Lord and Savior saying, um, or it's the recording of when he took some bread and gave thanks to to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it um, to the disciples saying, this is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. So God is calling us to remember. This is not just a a verb that we can randomly pull out of scripture and say, oh, it would be good to actually think about this. This is a call of God to Mm -hmm. remember. Um, After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. 
And I hope everyone watching knows the gift and the beauty of communion and, and being at the Lord's table and not understanding that the bread represents the blood of Christ. Uh, I'm sorry, the body of Christ and the juice repre represents the blood of Christ. And this is, this is where we practice remembering the discipline of remembering Jesus in my place and the forgiveness of sin. Um, one more verse, and then I'm going to turn it back over to Jeremy. Joshua 1.8 in the Old Testament. Jeremy said it's, it's all throughout the Bible, and I just want to show you that. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. And though the word remember is not there, the implication is absolutely there. And it's possible if you don't put this in context of what, what uh, you're going to hear on today's episode, you will try to improve your memory. And God is not calling us to do better about remembering things. He's calling us to actually change change the capacity to remember by allowing the Holy Spirit to remind us and to build those spiritual disciplines in. So Jeremy, you've now worked with thousands of people to build this muscle, this discipline, this, this download of God, of the gift of memory. What does that look like? Let's say that there is 50% of our audience that would say, I don't, I, I don't know how to re remember scripture. Hmm. Uh, you've got you've got five five a uh, uh, five step tool, um, but what what comes to mind as far as what you would um, exhort our our uh, audience in today is related to how do we put this into practice? Hmm. Well, I love I love you know what you said earlier about just the downloading of the Holy Spirit, right? You know, and and one of my favorite scriptures, John fourteen twenty six, right? He he will remind you. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He'll remind you, or he'll bring into remembrance uh, for you. I believe that's that's absolutely essential in that regard. Knowing that memorizing scripture is different than anything else you would ever memorize in your life, right? Like you can memorize a fact or history, you know, d dates or text, you know, someone's phone number uh, or you know different facts about someone but to know scripture there's a supernatural element that you cannot you cannot claim for anything else and so there's already that power right uh, Matthew 24 35 says uh, heaven and earth may pass away but my words will never pass away so his words are eternal like we see the written revelation there uh, but in terms of when it comes to actually being able to remember yourself I always tell people you got to have that mindset that you were talking about Kevin of recognizing like like discovering like why for yourself like i tell people first off what is your why for knowing god's word to remember god's word and to have it heart in your heart right and maybe that's simply like i don't want to sin against the lord right psalm 119 11 i have stored up your word in my heart that i might not sin against you right if you are that's ignorant good. of god's word you will always be ignorant of god's will and, and you could add uh, and that's from billy graham you could also add that you're going to be ignorant of what it means to please god or what's displeasing to god right and so having that uh, that word in your heart to be able to keep from that. And so I tell people, you know, what is your why? Really say, Lord, you know, I want to know your word in my heart. And, and what are those reasons? So starting off with that is really the motivation, right? Because if you're just trying to do it to just, you know, doing it for someone else, or you're trying to just, you know, memorize a bunch of words just to memorize and say, I have them, you know, like that, that's the wrong, wrong mentality already. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, and I love the book, Start With Why. Um, and in business as an entrepreneur, uh, it's important uh, in our communication to know the value of why. Hmm. And so I, I just want to echo what Jeremy just said. Know your why, understand and let God show you your why to, to memorize scripture. If you leave it to your carnal nature to value remembering scripture, you're, you're not going to get there. The enemy will do everything you allow the enemy to do to keep you away from the word of God, because that's the power of God. Hmm. And so if you don't, if we don't practice what we looked at uh, there earlier in Joshua 1.8, and we're not really saturating our lives with the word of God, then then it will it will it will limit the Holy Spirit's empowerment in our life. The, as, as Jeremy just said, Jesus said, he will remind you of what I have said. If we tune a deaf ear to anyone, we're not going to have a whole lot to remember. And so part of, part of this why, why I remember scripture is because it will force you to, to dive deeper into the word, into the saturation of the word, to the exposure of the word. And then that gives access to the Holy Spirit to remind you. And if there's ever a day, it is October 17th, 2023. Is there anyone watching the show that can control what's going to happen today? No one. Mm. If there's a, ever a day in human history that we have to live under the, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to remind us what God has said, because you're going you're gonna to hear... Um, opposition to what God has said on the evening news tonight and everywhere you turn. And so if you're not being reminded of who you are in Christ, if you're not being reminded of the promises of God, if we're not being reminded of truth, we're going to just throw truth out the door like culture wants to. And we're going to come up morally bankrupt and, and look at the promises here. I'll go back to it. Everything written, only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. There is not a, a option B, option C, option D here. God means only. And, and that's only as you are being reminded of what Jesus has said, of what God has said. Um, Jeremy, in just a few minutes, I'm going to leave uh, the screen and I want to turn the screen over to you and just let you do a dramatic monologue of just showing us this gift that God has given you mm. of the ability to memorize scripture. You want to set that up in any way or? Sure. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'll probably take out my headphones uh, for that section. But, um, you know, I think about, um, you know, when people they'll ask me, you know, what is your favorite your favorite story or your favorite passage in scripture? And uh, it's very I very easily turn to Daniel chapter three. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the Blazing Furnace. And I obviously don't have time to do a lot, but I was thinking of doing the section, I think, verse uh, three, verse 13 through 23. I might be off by a verse or two. I'm just doing it from memory. Um, but just uh, getting the context that we go from Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar sets up this statue 90 feet tall, nine feet wide, and he wants everyone to worship it and fall down and worship it. When Anytime they hear the horn, the horn flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes and all kinds of music. And so everyone falls down 
except for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so then you get the the king's uh, wise men tell him, you know, the astrologers tell him that, you know, they haven't worshipped the Baal, you know, worshipped this uh, this idol. And then I wanted to share from there, uh, just do a, a quick snippet of, of uh, Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay. All right. So um, if you are working in the background, if you're driving, uh, if you are distracted in any way, if you can minimize distractions and really just pay attention, I want you to see with your own eyes what God is capable of doing in all of our lives as it relates to this word, remember. I'm going to leave the screen, and when Jeremy's finished, uh, I will come back, and we will uh, close out the show. But let's turn our attention over to Jeremy now. At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. O King Nebuchadnezzar, live forever. <clears throat> Your majesty has issued a decree that anyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that uh, whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. <clears throat> But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, O king, or to, uh, who pay no attention to you, O king, and neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, nor worship the image of gold that I have shed up. Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image of gold, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to rescue you from my hand? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the image of gold that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Well, the good news is we know what happens with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They come out of the furnace with Jesus. But what a testimony 
of God's work in our lives, for those three men to stand firmly, to be fire walkers, to say, we are not going to serve you, Nebuchadnezzar. We are going to stand with our God and he can deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we will not serve your gods. And we need that encouragement. We need that exhortation. We need that challenge to be bold for the gospel and to stand firm, especially in this day and age with this, with where we're heading in the world. And so I always love to encourage people with that, that they could stand firm. They didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know that God was going to save them and they could still stand firm. And can we do the same? So hope that encourages you and blesses you today. Well done. Thank you so much. I, I love that. And I love uh, the message of that. Uh, we need more of the relatives of those three Hebrew boys. Spiritually, everyone covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ um, are the relatives of those three boys. And we need that kind of revolutionary spirit uh, unleashed in the world today through the believers. Jesus said, um, and you will be my witnesses. Uh, and yet so often we covered under the blood uh, are living so casual that we can't be um, we can't be uh, found any different than um, everyone else in the world, uh, even people far from God, um, and and that is not what Jesus had in mind when he said, "And you will be my witnesses." Um, one of the things I love about that that passage that Jeremy recited is the the words and if he does not it, it is a level of faith of knowing so intimately the character the truth the word the person of god that you absolutely put your faith up against what you're in front of because you know god is going to always be god mm -hmm. and if as a human, I am wrong about my understanding, then God's still going to win here. And if he does not rescue me, I will willfully decide that he's worthy of me to take that step, of, of me to, to, to take this step of faith, for me to trust him. Um, Job said something similar, though the Lord slay me, yet I will put my faith in him. And... Um, hmm. And I just I just love that that spirit of of uh, is what I would describe a revolutionary spirit, a pioneering spirit, a a, a, a just a, a spirit of of ruling out the options and really coming to that point of where we where we agree the love of Christ compels us. The love of Christ compels us to go. The love of Christ compels us to pray for people. The love of Christ compels us, and the list could go on and on and on. And I just want to encourage you before we close out the show to let that be one of your whys for taking a deeper dive in this word, remember. Uh, Jesus is worthy of you and I remembering his word. He's worthy of us getting it um, getting it filed in our, in our memory bank, um, worthy of us giving access to the Holy Spirit to recall it, on a regular basis, God forbid anybody under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ go to church on Sunday and not think about the word until next Sunday. How are you going to survive? October the 17th, 2023, the culture is going to take you under. 
if you're not if you're not anchored in the word moment by moment i don't know how how people go a day without being in the presence of god go an hour without being in the presence of god and the beauty of this word is it's 24 7 365. jeremy uh, just a few more minutes and then i'm going to ask you to close out our show in in prayer but before you do that any what what else would you want to add here uh, both you and I are preachers and we can tag team here, but you're in now. Go for it. Yeah, well, you uh, you told me at the beginning, you know, before we were live, you were saying, you know, it goes by quick. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, here we are, you know, 20, 25 minutes in or so, you know, yeah. finishing it up. I, I guess just I want to get practical. I know we kind of did the why, and I think that's important. But just to kind of give a, a kind of brief summary of that, I think, uh, you know, my, my power system, I have a book on it. I have workshops of the, the power system is how you can memorize scripture. And so mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you today. For those listening that may may have never memorized scripture, can't think you do. Yeah, there we go. Kevin show, got the book showing. But uh, P is to pick, plan, and pray. Right? We talked about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. He's there to help you, but you got to actually pick the specific passage and verse you're going to memorize. That's the a huge part of saying what am I actually going to memorize, and then actually plan it out. Say how long it's going to take you. Get an accountability partner. You know, make sure that you're actually putting into practice like a like a habit, right? Like a discipline. Uh, but then you got to overcome excuses, right? We have our whys, but we have our excuses, right? I don't have a good memory. I don't have time. You know, I think it's boring. Well, I say test it out. See what happens. See what happens if you let the word of God affect you in that Amen. way that you actually store it up in your heart. And then you got to work on it daily, right? There is a consistency. It is a spiritual discipline. But when you work on it daily, if you worked on scripture memory for 30 days straight, do you think you'd improve in your ability to memorize scripture? It's the same thing if you started doing push-ups every single day. You worked out, you started running every single day. You would improve in your ability to do that. And it's the same way with memory. But then you got to express it, right? Do the type of uh, learning that you know that that you enjoy, right? I, I tell people pick tools that you enjoy. So if you're someone who who learns by singing, there are many scripture song uh, resources there. If you like to do it with your hands, do hand motions. If you like to draw it, draw it. If you like to just say it out loud and say it creatively, do that, right? Use kinesthetic, auditory, visual. See it, say it, do it are the keys to actually express it and have fun with it, so that you can actually make it more memorable and effective. But then to review it, right? We talked about this word remember, right? I tell people like, how beautiful would it be, you know, if we remember, you know, the Lord's death, right? The communion once a month or maybe once every week for, you know, for liturgical, you know, but anywhere from one week to a month, what if we did that with scripture memory that we remembered these words at least once a month that we reviewed and rehearsed these truths because that's when it sticks in the memory. That's when the Holy Spirit can bring it and remind you what he taught you, right? If you don't teach yourself that, right? When you're memorizing scripture, you're a teacher of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so when you're actually teaching yourself to know God's word in your heart, that is when the Holy Spirit can help bring it into remembrance for you. Uh, so that's my encouragement. That's a very quick two-minute, three-minute version of the power system. But uh, my book is uh, available on my store on Amazon. Amazon. I have a workbook as well. I have memory cards and just hoping to empower you in your scripture memory journey. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. And that was really fast. I want to encourage everyone go to scripturealive.com and that's Jeremy's website. You'll see all of his uh, books and resources there. Uh, and the book is available everywhere worldwide. Spirit Media is so proud to be the publisher along with Jeremy and, um, and this is a resource that every every believer worldwide needs and it's available worldwide everywhere books are sold so make sure that you uh, grab a copy of power to remember uh, and remember that power word that jeremy just 
uh, described, uh, P-O-W-E-R, and uh, put these things into practice. Uh, God bless you. Um, Jeremy, I would love for you just to pray over our audience. We, we really, I want to encourage everyone to just hold your hand out while Jeremy is praying and receive this gift, this anointing, this reminder inside you through the Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we know that your word is living and active. It's sharper than anything. And we know that all scriptures read down by God and it's profitable for teaching, truth, correction, training in righteousness that the man or woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. That is what we're called to be, not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And I believe that we all have the power to be uh, to be able to hear the word and to do the word by the, the grace and the, by the power of your Holy Spirit, and specifically to know your word. So, Father, may you inspire us. May you empower us, Lord. May you bring into remembrance these words that we've learned. But may we be inspired to continue to learn more of your word in our heart, Lord, because that's when it that when we can have it in our heart and we can have it on our minds and our lips, ready to go, ready to access, uh, as opposed to on the phone when we might not have our phone or we have it uh, in our you know in our our bookshelf, Lord, but we want to have it in our heart, in our. Lord. So may you give us the power to do that. Lord, may we encourage each other. May we bless each other with that, Lord, and especially in this culture, Lord, to be ones that will be standing amongst them, Lord, that we would be uh, like the man who is planted by streams of water, that we would be one that uh, to, to just meditate and memorize your word each and every day. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, everyone. Uh, for being a part of the show. We love you. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. And I'll see you back next week here on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.